Hey, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris. And, uh, well, it's a beautiful morning down here in Bondi Beach. It's uh, 5.45. Uh, the beach is full of people. And it's a dead flat sea. Uh, you can hear a tiny little shore break breaking. The sand is cool from the cool night. And the sun is about to pick its head through. I have a client for coaching in about, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. So we have just a great 20 minute window to walk up the beach, do a dip in the ocean, and then uh, start the coaching session. So, by myself. So, what are we gonna talk about today? Well, yesterday uh, I was really inspired by the discipline that so many of you are practicing in your daily lives. And I think sometimes when you listen to podcasts, you listen to coaching, you listen to people giving you advice all the time, you think to yourself, man, it'll never be good enough. Or you think to yourself, oh, there's always something to change. But I think 50%, if not more, of your day needs to be spent in some form of complementary positive regard for what's happening and what you're doing and what you're giving and what you're celebrating in life. So I think today I just want to say congratulations to all of you out there for actually listening to podcasts and for actually being disciplined enough to care about your self-growth. Now we know the laws of nature teach us that nothing's ever missing, just changes in form. We know that. We know that you grow at the border of chaos and order, so it's never done. All these things, this awareness, is so important so that we can keep ourselves learning and inspired. So that's really good knowledge. But we also know that what you appreciate grows. And sometimes you need to sit back at your desk, especially just before you start work and say, thank you for being me. Thank you for what I do. Thank you for the, for the effort. Now I know there's always opportunity to improve. You, most of you out there, or a lot of you out there are business people. Business thrives on criticism, and the opportunity to make things better. You just have to be careful you don't turn that inward all the time to a self-critical, gee whiz, I'm not good enough. Gee whiz, I didn't do exactly what I said I did. But if you do 90% of what you say you do, you're heading into a really refined atmosphere. And most of you out there are doing 90%. Some are doing 95 and yep, don't do, we can't walk our talk, we limp our lives. As long as we're aware of that, we can cut ourselves a little bit of slack uh, and recognise that not every day we're firing on eight pistons out of eight. Not every day are we kicking goals. Sometimes we're just a little bit off the mark. Sometimes what we ate last night gave us a bit of a restless night and 
to be aware of that is a beautiful gift, but to be critical about it <coughs> may be taking things too far. One person said to me yesterday on the coaching session, Chris, you don't take holidays, so I guess you don't, you didn't have a break over the Christmas period. And I said, yes, I did. Because my clients were all gone away. I had a forced, in some ways, a forced break. I hated it. <laughs> so I forced myself day after day to, to work on projects, to keep myself engaged and in, interested and inspired. It wasn't just, I didn't just go and sit in a beach somewhere or walk up and down the sand. I, I had projects to do. <clears throat> That's an important part of my self-worth and not every day over that Christmas period was I 100% on target but I didn't criticize myself otherwise I wouldn't be on holidays <coughs> self-criticism is like being put in in a purgatory or put in a cell put in a place that's punishing and we know from our kids we know from everything punishment only works when there's a physical disconnection between what's going on in the mind and what's going on in reality. So we punish people by putting them in a, in a, a prison and restricting their freedoms. But there's a huge uh, amount of people go to prison and recommit crimes. So rehabilitation doesn't necessarily work for everyone by being critical. For some of it, some of us, rehabilitation or getting better comes from knowing what we want. Knowing what we want and knowing the difference between what we're doing and getting it. There is a language that I struggle to find a home for in the coaching world. And it's a problem for me because I love the language, but most people don't resonate with it or for some reason. And that is the language of personal magnetism. What I love about the language of personal magnetism is that it has the perception of attracting things to you, magnetizing you. But it also has, the second element of it is, that it's a magnet, has energy, whether it's near a uh, piece of steel or not. So that attracting force uh, is a force field. Now, I know the yogis use the word prana, and uh, chi is a very important word in, in Asian language. Uh, life force, uh, power is another word that's often used in a Western lang language. The personal magnetism summarizes all of that into a very Western concept of if you do the right thing, you get the right thing. If you build magnetism in your body, you will be able to draw towards you 
the people and the places and the things to support your purpose. Now, the tide comes in and the tide goes out. So your magnetism goes up and your magnetism goes down. We know it with uh, my partner Lotus Aura Ring. Her hormones over a month incredibly have an incredible impact on her recovery, on her power output as an athlete, and her energy. So personal magnetism in this case, in the case of an athlete, is affected by the quality of the magnet in fact, the, the, the being, the body chemistry. And she, apart from taking contraceptive pills, which most athletes do, to eliminate this possible this problem, wants to work in tune with her hormones rather than fight them. So she knows when to put in a little bit of hard time and she knows when to cut herself a little bit of slack. But business people, business people have exactly the same need to work with their body and work with their mind and work with their energy and work with their spouse's energy. Because as I've said earlier in podcast, nothing affects the business person more than the energy of their spouse if they haven't found how to unconditionally love somebody. So the power of our magnetism, our personal magnetism is 100% variable. It's 100% variable against the quality of our unconditional love. Now there are many, 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 many different things you can do for yourself in your self-development. You know, buy a new lounge, you can jump out of an aeroplane, you can go for a bike ride, you can go to the doctor because you don't feel well, you can, you can have a, an arm wrestle with your partner at home or deal with some kids giving you strife. All these things affect your energy and the solution to everything is the power of unconditional love. Because why? Because it affects more than any other variable your personal magnetism. And your personal magnetism is the single and only determinant, and I mean this, of your success, your happiness, and your health. When your personal magnetism goes down, you become toxic. When it goes up, you become energized, but not hyper. You become calm, balanced, strong, centered. And this state of balanced, centered, calm is a state of, <laughs> the language I love is personal magnetism, but the real state, if you were able to talk to corporate about this, is the position of unconditional love. Now, in a position of unconditional love, your partner can be jumping up and down like a 
kangaroo. It doesn't matter. You unconditionally love them and you let them have their space. It doesn't affect you. Because why? Because you want to maintain your personal magnetism. And as I've said, nothing affects the business person more than their spouse. Nothing. Because we're emotionally uh, connected, we are attached, and primarily, as most people forget, in relationships we're mostly worried about the impact of this disharmony in the house on the children. And so we're trying actually to fix another person, our spouse, to cause that spouse to be not so disrupted so the kids get a better life. Now, the fact that we can see that means we've outgrown our partner already. Because they can't. The fact that you can see the impact of your behaviour and someone else's behaviour on your children means you're in a helicopter. And the helicopter mode is proof of unconditional love. So all of these, let's say, Western uh, words that I use, like turning up at home, uh, un uh, or a helicopter view, or big vision, or emotionally balanced, all of these words represent just one thing, and they represent personal magnetism. Your personal magnetism. And your personal magnetism determines your success in life. And your success in life reveals the amount of unconditional love that you have in your heart for the world. And this is the prime variable. It's not whether you got up at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock and did your exercise. It's not whether you slept well or didn't sleep well. It's not whether your aura ring is telling you this and telling you that, your hormones. All of those things are helping you have more unconditional love. And unconditional love is helping you have more... Uh, Personal magnetism, and personal magnetism is helping you get what you want in life. We sabotage anything we can't link to our purpose. And therefore, articulating your purpose is really important, knowing what your purpose is. Because you'll sabotage anything you can't link. What do we say? Link it or sink it? But whether you articulate your purpose or don't articulate, in other words, whether you say what your purpose is or know what your purpose is or don't know, you will sabotage anything you can't link to your purpose. Now, that's a, quite an amazing discovery, that every human being has a purpose and you can find their, an explanation for their choices in life based 100% on that one single thing, their purpose. And all we're trying to do when we articulate our purpose, when we say it and put it on a piece of paper, is make those choices conscious rather than subconscious. In other words, take unconditional love and bring it to the table. And take personal magnetism and bring it to the table. Now, if we don't bring the language of, of our unconditional love and personal magnetism and chi and, and, and prana and success, all these words, we don't bring those to the table they remain in the subconscious because they remain hidden and so therefore must purpose. So there's no half-hearted success story here. Either you bring all of this language, all of this awareness to the table and become conscious of it all, purpose, vision, goals, behavior, self-acceptance, self-talk, uh, unconditional love, personal magnetism, you bring it all out on the table and talk it. 
or you leave it in the subconscious and let it look after itself. But it will look after itself because we'll sabotage anything we can't link to our purpose. If I if I'm talking to a person who's struggled with some cancer, all I have to say to them is what was going on just before that and find out how they in their physical body started to sabotage the very essence that keeps them on this planet, how they started to sabotage their life because they disconnected from their purpose and that sabotage of their life brought them back to their purpose. It's very easy, as I've spoken about before on podcasts, to live somebody else's purpose. To be influenced by a partner, to be influenced by kids, to be influenced by our business appetite for success. But if all those things are in conflict with, in contrast to, or in argument with our purpose, we're going to have an internal war, worse than the Second World War, worse than COVID. And as far as I'm concerned, as you've probably imagine from this conversation COVID is just an outward reflection of an inner war that's going on within every human being on this planet at the moment what we want what's our purpose what's our spirit what's in our heart and what we're doing and what we're saying and what we're what the rhetoric we're hanging on to all these things are in conflict just like COVID and we walk around with masks on, and we walk around hiding from other people, and we walk around not trying to catch the bug from other human beings, when really we're the carrier. We've, we, we, we judge others as if they have some unique qualities that we don't want, and we stay away from them. At work, we even have this completely built into human synergistics and all these models of behavior for work, workplace enhancement. They're all based on judgment which is just the same as COVID. I judge you, I'm going to wear a mask that I don't catch anything from you. And so we should. With, in the case of COVID, until we get our immune system up and ready to handle it. But it's not necessarily the way to work. And it's not necessarily the way to have children or a partner. Unconditional love is the essence of how to live a really, really inspired life and leave a footprint on this planet bigger than the one that you're walking in. How to impact others, how to teach your kids strength by not being, trying to placate the person you've outgrown at home and instead be the inspiration of a new DNA that they can look up to rather than just a reflection of your own parents or the parents of your spouse. But the most important thing from today's conversation is the concept of being self-critical. We know that it doesn't work. That your self-talk is such an important part of your daily plan. And self-talk only works if you know the universal laws of nature. Because everything has a reason, everything has an explanation if you look at it through that lens of the universal laws. Everything has an explanation if you are continually learning more and more and more unconditional love for the world, for the people around you, for yourself, 